Welcome back to Locked On Chiefs on a special holiday edition. We wanted to get you guys a bonus so that you know where we're coming from and where we're at here on Labor Day as the Chiefs get ready for week one against the Cleveland Browns. We're going to go over where we're at right now, what we're looking for to begin the week. Let's get into it. This is Locked On Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Always something new on the graphics, right? Hey, the guys are yep. A little bit different, and this, like Ryan said, this is a bonus. So, just want to throw that out there. We are trying to get this out there for you. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty excited about that. You know, we thought we'd throw this out so that you guys can get uh, an early jump on the week because I know everybody's going to be getting home late. This is going to be a tough one, and I think really for me, the question is not surrounding the offense for me. And I don't know if we want to go off as defense or, or how you want to approach this. For me, the questions are all on de- on on the Chiefs' defense and how they're going to deal with the the separate attacks, both in the air and on the ground, of the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's a pretty big question because you have a situation where you don't have a lot of tape from Baker Mayfield from this preseason, although you have tape from last year, so I think that will help. But how are you going to deal with this Browns rushing attack is going to be a big question. Without Willie Gay, that's going to hurt uh, in that regard. And uh, I, I think you're going to be hoping that the offense gets to put up maybe even 35 points this game, which is yeah, going I mean, to be hard against a, a fantastic defense. Sorry. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, when it comes down to that that one-two punch at the running back, and I think that that is the thing that smooths out Baker Mayfield, to tell you the truth, is you can run the ball and hand it off to Nick Chubb. We know he can catch out of the backfield, but they don't seem to go to that with him as often. But it's the Kareem Hunt aspect, who's going to get linebacker coverage, who's going to see Ben Neiman and Nick Bolton. And I don't know right now if I feel comfortable with Nick knowing that he's going to see Kareem Hunt, a guy that wants to put up every possible yard he can on this defense. And is at this point three years into developing his pass, uh, his route running and pass catching abilities. I think he's got the advantage there, and, and that looks to be a mismatch that they might try to exploit. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be a mismatch that they should try to exploit, and I would expect them to do that. And then you also look at the fact that we assume right now, as of this recording, that Aaron Matthew is going to be playing. We don't absolutely know that for a fact. That's not one hundred percent sure. I'd say I'm probably eighty percent sure that he's going to play, but. You know, we don't know between now and then. So uh, how's that going to affect the game? Yeah, that, that's going to be a key. And when it comes down to not just his role as as the safety in the middle of the field, somebody that can drop into that robber and take away some of the things, when their best two targets are Odell Beckham, who I don't think is the deep threat that he used to be, and Jarvis Landry, you know that they're going to run those deep crossers. You know that they're going to run those ends, get that dig going for them. I think those are two routes in particular that Bayfield, Mayfield, sorry, Bayfield, wants to throw, and that's going to put some pressure on who's there in the middle of the field. And if it's not Tyron, I think it changes things. Bayfield, that's a new quarterback name for Baker. I like it. Yeah, uh, I'll put that in Madden. Yeah, <laughs> let's see that happen. You know, I think you look at this team and you look at their offense and their offensive line, I think they're going to run the ball a lot, and I think they're going to try to take it at Kansas City. They're going to attack, I think, from the get-go, and the question is, is can the Chiefs punch back on defense? If they can punch back on defense, then that helps. But I do think that the Browns are going to come out trying to throw haymakers just because they really are hurting from that loss last year in the playoffs. It's is it a revenge game? I don't know if I'd go that far because they're a playoff team. I think the Browns think it is. 
Yeah. Okay. I think, I think the Chiefs just look at it as another game, but I think the right. Browns are looking at it from an aspect of we had a great team last year. You you ended our season, and they're going to be coming out trying to get anything they can. Yeah, I, I would I would see that as well. And I, I bet they are hoping that they don't have to see Chad Henney. Well, yeah, we better hope that they don't see Chad Henney. So. Right. <laughs> if all goes according to plan, maybe you get Chad some reps in the fourth quarter. Let's see how that goes. Um, but that matchup in particular, I think I think we're also a little bit, from folks that I talk to that cover Cleveland, we might be a, a little over the top on what the, the Mayfield – OBJ connection is going to be. They haven't necessarily clicked to this point together. And maybe that's changed a little bit. But like you said, there's there's very few preseason reps for Baker Mayfield. Like it, it may be a fact that the Chiefs are going to be able to run their offense, especially with Andy Reid and how he starts seasons and after bye weeks and the whole nine yards. And they get out to a lead where maybe that doesn't allow the Cleveland Browns to, to try to run the offense if they want to and get the Mayfield OBJ connection going. Yeah, I wonder what Reed is going to do because you look at this situation and they have four tight ends or the four tight ends going to play. We don't know. How are they going to attack this game? Are they going to bring out and they're going to try to go into different things that they could do the rest of the season? Obviously, Kansas City is going to want to win this game. Mahomes came out and said he wanted to go 20-0. Obviously, that starts with the first train, or first win. Uh, so you have to wonder – what's Reed going to do on offense? Because right now he has a lot of different things that he could show players or show teams. And honestly, with the Ravens coming up week two and the Chargers coming up week three, I think you throw some stuff out there. So those teams have to prepare for it. So I do expect that they're going to have four tight ends up. And if they don't, I'll be a little surprised. And if they do expect a four tight end set at some point. I can only cross my fingers. It is week one. And it gets a little funky in week one. That's when we saw that. That huge wheel to the fullback a couple years ago, right? Um, I think Mike Burton's got some some plays dialed up for him here early in the season. I, I hope that we see that, especially in those particular things, the tight end and fullback sets against the Cleveland Browns teams that, that generally think that they can out-physical this Chiefs roster. Well, and, and you look at their offensive line, I would understand why that they think that they could out-physical this team. So I think that – uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense why that they would go that direction. And if they do go that direction, Kansas is going to have to figure out how to stop it. Uh, like we said last week, the question is, is Frank Clark going to play on defense? If he, if he plays on defense, then that's going to help them when it comes to stopping the run. Uh, is Chris Jones going to be able to hold up against the run? Because that that's something he, I won't say struggled with, but wasn't great at as a defense tackle. He could do it, but he wasn't. that wasn't his forte. His forte is getting after the quarterback. But he has to be able to set the edge. That's extremely important in any defensive scheme, especially when you're going up against a team that has a running game like Cleveland does. Yeah, yeah. and one that they can lean on and understand that they're going to get production out of it. It's going to be a challenge. Uh, I'm really looking forward to see what that front can do and, and how much riffing off of it that Spags is going to pull. Yeah, and I do think that they're going to have to move players around and probably do some blitzes that they don't really expect to do. Uh, so I think that that's going to uh, be something that will play into how this game is going to shake out. Uh, I really think that Kansas City's defense has a chance to be good this year. The question is, is can they get past these first three weeks in which they have three great offenses that they're going to be facing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, it's going to be a challenge. Get on a roll and stay on it, knock on wood. Yeah, that's what you got to hope for right now. 
Okay, but we're talking about Bill Bar right now. So just okay. throw that out there. And you you have the props right there. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate that. And yep. I'm sure the fans appreciate that. Okay, so Bill Bar has nine delicious flavors. If you haven't tried them all, you really need to. Coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. My favorite flavor is probably salted caramel, honestly, from those. Uh, If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy, too. Check out the macro, 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180 calories, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. I'm going to try to run that. I think yeah. I'm going to run, run, run is what it is. And I'm also going to run out to betonline.ag and make sure that I put some action down in that because you got to take advantage of it when you know stuff, right? Football is back. The gridiron is set to explode. College has already started, so you may have already seen some bets going on at BetOnline. Your number one spot for all your pro and college action. Get all the odds, props, and contests. And get into the biggest half-million-dollar mega contest in the world's largest 200,000 survivor pool. They're open now over on betonline.ag. Use your your device of any kind, mobile in particular, get 100% welcome bonus. Take advantage of this first week. Uh, There's still a game, Cowboys, Buccaneers. That opens. If you lay $25 and lose, you're going to get that back with the promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest, easiest way to get all your bets into the action. Check them out. Use our promo code LOCKEDON at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Now, all that said, thank you to our sponsors. (laughs) When it comes down, like, I'm really interested to see what this practice week goes like. Hey, like you mentioned before, is Frank Clark back? Can we get an idea that he's going to be in the game? We we know that Willie Gay is going to be gone. That's a, that's a known commodity. I think we're going to hear some some wrinkles going on on the defensive side about who gets the reps in the nickel with Hitchens, whether it's Neiman or Bolton, to start the week. Yeah, and then the other question is, Is are you going to continue with the corners that you've been playing all year long or all preseason long? Are you going to continue with those guys? Is it going to be Hughes out there with Snead and Ward? I would expect that it's going to be, but we don't know that right now. Um, you would expect that yeah. he's going to be in there. And honestly, I'm excited to see Hughes in this defense because he has the talent. That's why he was drafted in the first round. If he can find his legs in Kansas City like he wasn't able to do in Minnesota, that's a steal for Kansas City for that trade. Yeah, uh, that's an enormous lift. And right now, I, I know Mike Zimmer's struggling a little bit, so it's basically been a swap. I mean, obviously it wasn't a single trade, but acquiring Hughes, Breland up there, you can directly see how the differences in scheme, that's something to keep an eye on as well. And everybody talks about getting a new a new spot, new scenery as a place to grow, and I think that's what we've seen out of Mike Hughes so far. Can that continue when the real bullets flop? Yeah, and we saw how well that worked out for Breland against Tyree Kill in the preseason game. <laughs> you got to give the man some help, people. <laughs> yeah, I like Breland, but, man, you could not put him one-on-one on Tyreek. And Patrick had to be just licking his chops when he saw that coverage. So, 
you know, I do think that you look at what Kansas City's offense is going to do to this defense, and they have a fantastic defense in Cleveland. Uh, you know, are they going to be healthy? Are all their players healthy at this point? I, you know, Ward was just coming back from an injury for them. Denzel Ward was just coming back from an injury from him, them. I believe he's going to be back this game. That could make mm-hmm. a big difference for them. But the question then becomes, what does Kansas City's offense do, do to attack? We've already kind of talked about a four-tight end set, but what are you going to do with the wide receiver that isn't Tyree Kill? What are you going to do with the Byron Pringle? What are you going to do with the McCall Hardman or, or a Demarcus Robinson? How much are you going to see a, a guy like Noah Gray? How much are you going to use Travis Kelsey? And how are you going to use Travis Kelsey? Because the way you used him last year worked, and I think that that's a fantastic way, and, and they know what they're doing. But I think it's going to change a little bit without a guy like Sammy Watkins to help bring the defense back. Uh, and mm-hmm. McColl's got to be that guy. If he can't be that guy, that's going to cause trouble for Kansas City. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There has to be that X factor, that over the top, because even if we run that for tight end set, you're going to see them pack in the box, but you're going to see a single high safety over the top with whatever that one lone receiver is. Having a guy in his face is my guess. So, my thing is, if I'm the defensive coordinator, I have to dedicate somebody high, if in case it's Tyreek or even McColl, and I have to jam them at the line so that the other nine guys on my defense can pay attention to what's going on between the tight ends. Right. Well, and you have to also wonder what they're going to do with Clyde. Clyde's going to be good this game. He wasn't available against the Vikings, which is no big deal, but that's going to be a whole new facet to this offense, and it's going to be a whole new facet because we have a completely different offensive line. And, it, you know, you look at different plays, and, and I'm not trying to be critical of Brown Jr., so please don't take it that way. But they ran a play, and I can't remember, I guess it was the second preseason game, where Brown Jr. had to try to get out on the edge and try to get somebody and block. He couldn't get there. And, again, not being critical of the guy. That's just not the way he plays. That's not his skill set. So I'm hoping that Kansas City's not going to be asking him to pull and get out in front of things a lot. That was Eric Fisher. That's not Brown. Brown is going is, is a guy that can run you over, and that's his game. So use it, that to your advantage, and I think that could really help Kansas City's running game at times. Yeah, and, and I hope that, like we saw early in the preseason, that maybe Andy is just happy to get out to a lead, which is my thought is that they're going to have the opportunity to do, and if they do, then maybe he can settle back and just work on these new run wrinkles that this team hasn't run in a long time. Get them out. Get them under your belt. Even if you're getting three, four yards of carry, eventually Clyde, Darrow, or Jarek's going to break one. So I want to see them try to, like, work out the kinks in this first game. Like, it's a playoff caliber team so long as they can get that lead built in the first half. Yeah, and that's a big question. But the the other thing that I will say, and this is a little bit of a defensive Andy Reid, is you don't want to put those new – running looks out in the preseason. So you want to save those. Now's the time to bring them out in week one where Cleveland has no idea what could really be coming. And yeah, you have the guard trap options and and those are normal plays, but I guarantee you with this offensive line, Andy has got something up his sleeve that he wants to be able to do. And he knows that Brown isn't the type that's going to be out and getting out in space to do that. And, And to Brown's credit on that specific play, he tried but he just wasn't fast enough to get there and, and, and set that edge up for the running back. And the play only went two or three yards. So uh, I do think that Andy has always been a guy that really coaches to his player's strengths. And that's going to change things in the running game this year for Kansas City. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, I think it's going to be fun. Um, for me, maybe more than most fans. But. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder how much the time, I wonder how much the fullback is going to play this year. 
because they do have a, a, an offensive line that can be built for power at times. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's going to be something to watch. Uh, you know, Trey Smith is a power guy. Brown Jr. is a power guy. Tooney can do pretty much anything. Uh, you know, the question is going to be is, is Niang, who's more of an agile and uh, somebody that uh, has a little bit more speed to him, is he going to be able to be capable of that power scheme? I think that he can in time. So, uh, you know, it's just going to be something they're going to have to work on. But the nice thing about all of that is you're in a situation now where you should be able to get those two or three yards on third down. You don't have to worry about, you know, having to throw on third and short every single time because you can't run for three yards. And I'm not saying you run every time for three yards, but. Right. This may be the move this next season for Andy Reid is just being able to pound that out when you need it. Well, and the nice thing is, is that one of the things that I think a lot of people are glancing over is the enemy came out and said that they look at slants as an extension of the running game. And if that's really the case for Kansas City, then they're closer to 50-50 than most want to give them credit for. I know the league will never look at them at 50-50, but they run slants so much that that really gets them close to a 50-50 split. And if they look at that as a, as a running play, okay, if you can get five or six yards every time you run a slant play, you're golden. I, you can't ask for much more. I mean, yeah, you want to be able to hit it, but all you really need is to be able to get five or six yards every time. Right, and without Sammy, they haven't thrown in as much as I've wanted them to in the past, so we might see a healthy dose of it. I'm looking forward to it. We want to know what you're looking forward to, so if you'd leave your comments on the YouTube channel, make sure you like, sub, and hit the bell notification. And go over and sub on there. If you're finding us on YouTube and you want audio, check out iTunes, Spotify, Odyssey. Uh, You can get us all over there on every platform, and we will forever be free. There'll be no charged podcasts coming from this network, and we're pretty proud of that. So hope that you guys enjoyed your Labor Day vacation. We'll be back with you again tomorrow. Chris, thanks for doing this on the weekend. You all have a good one. We'll talk to you next time.